Welcome to The Manifesting Formula. I'm Christine Rizzo. Today, we are focusing on how innocent negativity that we have absolutely no idea about, how it affects us on many levels when it comes to attracting. So keep listening, my friends, to find out if what you are saying day to day is affecting your vibrational attraction. Oh yes, and by the way, I will be releasing my episodes on Thursdays from now on. beautiful friends. How are you all doing today? How has your week been so far? I'm sorry that I didn't release this week's episode yesterday. I've realized that I need to start releasing them on Thursdays instead. With the weekend of working one day and taking time to do something fun, and now that I'm doing more VO work, voiceover work, I'm not focusing on writing and editing my episode for the podcast on Sundays like I used to. I've cleared out my Sundays for doing auditions. So realizing this, I'm now dedicating a day in the beginning of the week to write, edit, read the episode out loud before I record it, edit some more, record, edit the recording, listen to the recording after the edits, record the intro, attach the intro and the outro to the episode, send it off to be released. My friends, it's a lot of fucking work. More work than imagined. Now, don't get me wrong. I love writing and recording for you all every week, but I also love auditioning for voiceover work as well and many other things that keep me feeling good. I'm very dedicated to this podcast, but as many of you have noticed, it is starting to take a turn. We aren't just talking about how to manifest or should I say deliberately create because to be honest, I've told you everything that you need to know in the earlier episodes. You just need to follow them by doing the work and keep repeating the episodes so my words become your truth. You need to practice over and over and do the work consistently. I have to say, pretty much this year, I've gotten into more realistic topics, not just manifesting. Because like I said, there's only so much one can talk about. I've given you everything you need to know. So if you aren't able to attract what you're wanting into your life, I would either suggest you go all the way back to the beginning and re-listen to all the episodes, take my online class, The Five Simple Steps to Attracting Everything You Want, enroll in my life certification course, because if you love what you're learning from this podcast, what I teach in that program is a hundred times deeper and very hands-on. You don't have to want to be a life coach to take the course. Or I would suggest working with me privately to really get one-on-one attention. You can't go wrong with any of these suggestions and you will get so much value with whatever you choose to do. You can find all the links in the show notes or go to www.thelifecoach.academy to access whatever you choose to do. Now, of course, the topics that I've been talking about have to do with what you're attracting into your life and why you are attracting what you are, right? So everything I talk about is related in some way to your creation, to what you're creating. But being a master certified coach that works with people and their minds, it's important to talk about everyday situations, topics like self-confidence, overwhelm, anger, blame, organizing your mind, thought creation, feeling like you're not good enough. These are topics that need to be talked about because we truly need to understand why we aren't able to attract the things that we are wanting to 
and why we are bringing into our lives the negative things that keep popping up. So my friends, before we get into today's episode, which is on negativity and how it affects us, the innocent negativity that we don't even realize we are creating, we need to come from a place of love, which is gratitude. So tell me, my friends, what are you grateful for today? Say it, feel it, love it. I mean, really feel it. Take a moment after you express what you're grateful for and really feel the love for whatever it is. Today, I am so very thankful for the many authors that have written novels. I love reading fiction mysteries and romance, something that helps me to just let go from my everyday of teaching, coaching, and writing nonfiction content. So at the end of the day, when I'm ready to go to bed, I love to just pick up a novel where I can just read and not have to really pay much attention to, if that makes sense. (laughs) I am truly thankful for the many amazing authors out there that have put their imagination into writing. Okay, my friends, let's dive into today's episode, which happens to be on innocent negativity, as well as negativity in general, because I think a lot of the time when we're being negative, it's very innocent, and we don't even know that we're being that way. We're not like going out of our way trying to be mean toward other people on purpose. Well, most of us aren't. (laughs) And we're not trying to be mean to ourselves. We're not waking up saying, hey, I want to just think a bunch of negative thoughts today because I think they will put me on the right path to feeling good. No one does that. Many of us are just innocently negative, not even realizing it. Talking about ourselves, we have no idea. We don't even notice all the negative things that we say to ourselves and all the negative things that we say out loud and just the unnoticeable negativity that runs through most people's thoughts throughout the day and in their conversations. And that is something that I want to do today with you all is to bring awareness to you. And I want you to start noticing this in other people. Now, I'm not talking about noticing it in someone who's like, my life sucks. I can't stand people and nothing ever works out for me. I mean, that's obviously a negative person, someone that's constantly complaining about everything, that's constantly negative. That's not what I mean, because those people are way too obvious. You are already aware of them. We don't need to talk about that kind of negative. What I want you to be aware of is the negativity that is below the obvious awareness that other people are bringing into your life and that you're bringing into your life and their lives. I want you to be aware of it because it has a huge impact on both you and them and what you're attracting in your life. This kind of negativity could be affecting your relationships in your life. And I mean all of your relationships, not just your significant other, if you have one. It could be affecting your time management with what you're focusing on. It could be affecting your career. It could be affecting the money that you have in your life. It could affect many areas of your life. So I really want you to pay attention to this episode because we need to be aware of how we're showing up in the world and how we are affecting ourselves with our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Nobody really thinks of themselves as a negative person. I don't know anyone that has ever said, you know, I think I would describe myself as being a pretty negative person. I know you all know someone that is constantly negative, and I can guarantee that they probably wouldn't even describe themselves as negative. Well, except my father. Yes, it's true. He will actually say all the time that he's a pessimist and thinks negatively. I have to be honest, I don't see him often. We don't talk on the phone much at all, once a week for about five minutes. It's the same conversation. If I ask him any questions, he rushes off the phone, not wanting to engage. He's just not a happy man. I'm not talking about people like him. We're talking about the subtle negativity that can slowly damage us. Many of us are oozing with negativity that's unnoticeable and blaming it on something outside of ourselves. 
most people don't even realize what they are saying that is negative. So I want to give you a few examples so that you will understand what I'm referring to. I don't like that. That won't work. I can't do that. That's impossible. I just want to point out, I don't like that. Just that phrase right there happens to be the most common negative phrase used out there amongst us humans. I mean, first of all, if you don't like something, recognize that is a choice of yours. It's not a default that you need to constantly talk about. You're the one choosing not to like something. So own that decision. And once you own the decision to not like something, think about when you are actually saying that you don't like something. Is that really serving you to say that? To let everyone know what you don't like? I mean, is there a reason for you to share that out loud? Do you really need to shout it out? I want you to ask yourself these questions. Is there an upside to letting everyone know that you don't like something? Some more examples of negative phrases that we tell ourselves. It's too hard. I'm too busy. That's impossible. I've never made it happen before. No, not yet. One day. I don't have enough time. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. It's a shit show. Life is a living hell. I hate it. I can't. She's so annoying. He hurt my feelings. She's stupid. He's an idiot. My friends, these subtle comments and thoughts are creating unnecessary negativity in our emotional lives. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. I don't like that. Right? I mean, we don't even recognize what we are doing to ourselves. She's annoying. She's ridiculous. He's a gaslighter. He's that egotistical moron. We are thinking that we are just making an observation when really what we're doing is we are bringing up lots and lots of negativity every day. Now, let's say that your negative statement is true. People always like to say that. Well, it's true. Okay, just because something is true doesn't mean that we have to think about it or talk about it to other people. It doesn't mean that we have to focus on it. Here's something else that I want to point out. What you think is true is what you believe. Let me repeat that again. What you think is true is what you believe. The best example of this right now is talking about COVID and being vaccinated. People have very different opinions. Who's right? What is the truth? Well, it depends on who you ask. Everybody believes that they are the one that is speaking and thinking the truth because they believe that their beliefs are the truth. What makes something true to each person is whether they believe what they are saying or not. That's what creates someone's truth. It doesn't actually make it true for everyone. This is a really hard thing for a lot of people to wrap their minds around. How can two people believe something completely opposite and both of those things be the truth? I coach a lot of people on this topic. So let's say we have a mutual friend, and I happen to think that our friend is beautiful, funny, and very smart. And you think she's just okay. She's kind of attractive. She's kind of fun, but she's not that funny. Who happens to be right? What actually is the truth here? What you happen to believe is your truth, right? And what I believe is my truth. By choosing your thoughts, what you say out loud, and what you want to focus on, and deciding what you want to be true, will become your truth, whether it's true to everyone or not. When you think about the formula, there are the facts, which are circumstances. Now, facts are true in the sense that they exist. And it is true that they exist in our minds, and that we can agree on what they are. But our opinions about them are also true if we believe them. People will say, it feels true. 
But you see, my friends, that doesn't make it true. Just because it feels true doesn't mean that it is true. What makes something true is if you choose to believe it. If you are choosing to believe it, it will feel very true to you. That's when you want to ask yourself, what is it that I want to believe? Do I want to believe in negativity or do I want to believe in positivity? Do I want to believe other people are wrong or do I just want to believe that they can choose to believe whatever they want to believe? That doesn't make them wrong and you right. What is right for one doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for another. We have to let go of always trying to be right. I mean, does it really matter in the realm of things? You are not right. They are not right because there is no right or wrong. And if it doesn't feel good when you're believing it, do you really want to believe it as your truth? Especially when we are judging others over religion, over what someone else is doing, how they're acting, what they're saying, over what they are wearing or their size. I mean, seriously, my friends, it's all negative. And the more negative we spread through our thoughts and emotions, through our energy, the more that will return back to us as we are all magnets. What we give, we will always receive back to us. Let's go with the thought that many of us have. The world is a very negative place. Is that true? Yes. The world is a very positive place. Is that true? Yes. Which one are you going to choose to believe, to focus on and make true and find evidence for? Because whatever you seek, you shall find. Remember, negative thoughts and negative sentences said out loud create negative emotion. Even if you're saying something that is true about someone else that you seem to believe is true, if it's negative, you're going to feel negative. If you say, I don't think he's a very nice person, the things that he's done to people, I'm sure you could justify it and prove to me that what you're saying is true for you. But why would you actually do that? Why are you going around talking about what kind of person someone is, that they screwed you over and that they can't be trusted? That doesn't serve you in any way. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he did? It was so wrong. Did you hear what she said? It was terrible. Really notice where that takes you in your mind and think about it. Aren't you doing the same thing, negative yourself? Talking about this person is just as negative as them being negative. You are showing up just like them, but in your own negativity. We don't actually see ourselves doing this. We make a judgment or a criticism and we think we're just making an observation. We think what they did is so true or what they did is so negative and that we're just stating the obvious, but we actually aren't. Nothing is really negative until we state it as so. What? <laughs> Let me repeat that again to you all. Nothing is actually negative until we state it as so. Facts are never negative. The only way something becomes negative is when someone has a thought about it. Only thoughts can make things negative. Only sentences that we have in our minds can make things negative. Our language, our thoughts are what makes things seem negative. It's never the facts of the world. It's how we experience and think of those facts in our brain that make them negative. How we analyze or define them that makes us think they are negative. Let's say you have a friend that cheated on their spouse and you are choosing to think of them in a negative way. You are making that a deliberate choice. You can either decide to talk about how cheating on someone is horrible, how it's wrong, how no one should cheat, and how anyone that does is disgusting and a disgrace, or you can focus on the opposite and how you value commitment, loyalty, and being faithful in a relationship. 
and talk more about that. You don't have to give up on how you feel about someone that cheats on their partner and that you feel it's negative, but you don't have to talk about it to other people either. You don't have to gossip and get all angry over something that isn't even your business. Instead of talking about how much we don't like something, we can talk about how much we like its opposite. We can focus on what we don't want or what we do want. When you find out something that you don't want or you don't like, don't focus on it. Focus on the opposite of what you're not happy about. Tell your mind to go straight to what you're wanting instead of what you're not wanting. We don't want to attract what we don't want. Remember, when we focus more on what we aren't wanting, we will continue to attract that into our lives. Focus on what you do want and what you do like instead of the opposite. I want you to notice the things that you say. Pay attention to the words that you are speaking. Anytime you complain, you're indulging in negativity. I did some research and most people complain once a minute during a conversation. What? Is that crazy? I mean, I was shocked when I read that. Can that actually be true? So I started to really listen to people talk and it is true. Go to a store and just listen to people talk. They are smiling, they look happy, and then they're saying something negative once a minute. It's crazy how many negative things are being said throughout the day. If there's someone you don't like, you are most likely complaining about them. This, my friends, doesn't reflect on the person you are complaining about, but reflects on you as a person, as the negative one. Remember that you are choosing to not like the person. You are choosing to complain about them, and you are actually choosing to have more of a relationship with this person that you don't like by talking about them, and by letting them take up your mind space. Why would you do that with someone that you don't like? I do not care how justified you are in not liking that person. I don't really care what the person did or said or how they show up in the world. What I care about is how you are showing up in the world. If you are showing up complaining about another person, then that is what you need to be focusing on, how you're showing up talking about this person, not about what they did. Focus on your actions and what you're emitting out into the world. Don't worry about them. Worry about you. In most office meetings, most of the time is spent talking about the problem. It seems easy for our brains to do this. We complain and judge and express opinions about why things aren't working. How many staff meetings have you been to where you would just sit and complain about what wasn't working for the entire meeting? It's completely unproductive. We're all tempted to justify the problem and explain the problem, which is exactly quite useless, as I've explained in the past episodes 52, 53, and 54, the steps to solving any problem. Go back and re-listen to those. So good. When we focus on talking about the solution, we engage with the conscious part of our mind and we release the subconscious mind. It's important to remember that the subconscious is always looking for evidence of what it believes. If it believes that the world is bad, it will see the bad. If it believes it's good, it will find the good. So what does it actually mean? Negativity breeds more negativity. If you have someone come into your space and says, did you notice how much traffic there was? Or, oh my gosh, this weather is so terrible. Now, yes, it seems pretty innocent. I know, like you're just making an observation about the day, just pointing out what the traffic was like. But they could have easily said, I'm so thankful today. I love that it's overcast and that it's not humid out, that the rain is helping the plants and flowers grow. Hey, and guess what? Regardless of the traffic, I made it to work on time. What is it that you choose to focus on? What do you wind up saying out loud? 
I love that I'm talking about this today because all of you are going to really start being aware of what others are saying and what you are saying as well. It's fascinating once you start to really pay attention. Trust me, I catch myself as well. I will start to go into, I really don't like that. And then I'm like, wait a minute, let's not focus on what we don't like, Christine. I have to pull myself back in and then I start talking about what I love and what I want in my life. When you go out of your way looking for the good, you will find the good. I promise. This is true in everything. People, your day, our jobs, our lives. You can look at your life and show me and you can prove to me that it's hard and that you have so much shit going on in your life and that it's one thing after the other. Or you can also look at your life and show me that it's incredible, amazing, and wonderful. You have electricity, you have clean drinking water that you get to cook with and bathe with and clean your clothes with. You have a phone, you have food on your table every day. You have an amazing life. The final way to discover any hidden negativity is to look at your life. All negative results come from negative thinking. Nobody wants to see themselves as negative, so you're going to want to edit your own negativity out with thought downloads. Write down all of your thoughts. That's how you will know if you're thinking more negatively. Get them down on paper and witness what you're thinking on a daily day-to-day. Once you become aware of the little ways that you might be being negative, from there you can change. You can't change before you're aware of it. The lines are always so long. This is horrible. I had a tough day today. I had a terrible day today. I'm really stressed. Nothing's going in the right direction. This is really hard. I work so hard. And for what? I'm not seeing results. People are crazy. This world is fucked up. We are living in crazy times today. Just try to notice how many times people bring these things up and how many times they are said. The more you are aware of them in other people, you will start to really notice them in yourself. You actually want to catch yourself saying these things because they do affect you and they affect the people around you as well. There are so many wonderful things in the world that you can be looking for and thinking about, but you have to be deliberate about it. You have to tell your mind to look for the positives. I'm not talking about let's pretend like everything's great positive thinking. I'm talking about genuinely looking for all the positive things in the world that are out there and to see if you can find them because they are there. Ask yourself, what is your favorite thing about your day? A favorite moment or maybe something someone said. You can ask everyone around the dinner table if you all eat together. Tell me something positive that happened to you today. I used to do this with the girls all the time at dinner. We need to retrain our brains to look for our favorite things, for the positive things because we are so used to focusing on the negative things happening in our life. I love it when my cats play together, when they wrestle. I know they trust one another and they're having fun loving on one another. I love when my husband comes home and we sit outside together every night talking about our day and our next projects for the house or what we want to start creating together in the year of 2023. Focus on what you love. Start looking for it. Make it a point to find things in your home that you love. Because the more you focus on what you love, the more the universe will bring into your life things to love. There is no stronger emotion than love, my friends. Loving is for you. And being able to feel that emotion every day is going to help you manifest faster than you ever imagined. Thank you all for listening to The Manifesting Formula. 
And thank you for telling everyone you know about how much you love this podcast. If you have any questions about today's episode, you can contact me in the show notes. If you are interested in signing up for any of the courses I offer, go to www.thelifecoach.academy. If you are interested in purchasing my book, Unleash Your Inner Goddess, you can find it anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, even Target and Walmart. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world, sending you all so much love, peace, and abundance. And if no one has told you today, I love you. See you next week. Bye. Remember, Thursdays. (laughs) Bye. My friends, if anyone is interested in becoming a certified life coach, I would love for you to contact me and sign up for a 30-minute consult. In our session, I will go through with you everything that you will learn at the Life Coach Academy. This certification program is not like others out there. Not only is it very personal, since we decided to keep our class sizes small on purpose, we wanted a more one-on-one experience with only eight students per class. The value and the quality of our training are incomparable. So what sets the Life Coach Academy apart from other coaching schools? At the Life Coach Academy, you're taught and coached live in class online by me and Caro, who are the founders of the school. At most other schools, you watch many boring videos, work with modules, and you never get coached by your instructors, let alone the founders. Our Life Coach course will teach you everything you need to know to become an extraordinary life coach. But the best part about this program is that not only will you learn to be one of the best life coaches out there, you're going to create so much confidence within yourself by evolving into a person you didn't even think was possible. Your personal transformation will become your professional resume, which is what the Life Coach Academy does best, create incredible life-changing results in our students' lives. So if being a life coach has been on your mind, something that you may want to explore, Or if you crave this kind of freedom and purpose in your life, then we would love for you to join our incredible group of students that are helping to change the world for the good of mankind. I would love to talk with you. Whether you dream to have your own coaching practice, working from home or from anywhere in the world, we believe becoming a life coach is the perfect career because you have the freedom and flexibility to set your own schedule. Becoming a certified life coach will add an enormous amount of value to any career that you already have. And by learning the tools that we teach here at the Life Coach Academy, they will help transform every relationship in your life. You are one step away from this life-changing experience, from this ultimate power to creating the beautiful life you have always dreamed and desired to have. So if you like what you're learning from this podcast, and if you have an interest in becoming a certified life coach, you're going to love the Life Coach Academy. You can head over to our website at www.thelifecoach.academy to read all about our certification course. What you're going to learn in this training is going to blow your mind.